Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's Jam Session Podcast, and uh, our guest this week is Ashley Feller, who's a local singer-songwriter with, uh, I think it'd be fair to say, a little bit of a country twang. Uh, Ashley, tell us uh, something about uh, your history here. You were born and raised in Panama City. I was. I was born at Tyndall Air Force Base, and my mother's also from here, and her mother's also from here. So my family's been in Panama City for a good while. Uh, one of your songs is set uh, in the Cove. Did you used to live in that area? I did. I lived off of Massalina Bayou. I wasn't there very long, but I did live there for a little bit. What uh, inspired that song? Um, I had a family member who loosely inspired that song, and she was dating someone who at the time worked at the Bay County Jail. And I remember, you know, watching the Bay County Jail come and go during the time that they were together. Okay, so are, are a lot of your songs uh, taken out of life, or are they uh, uh, some of the, like the last one that you sang here about going downtown was uh, obviously humorous, but. Uh, Tell us about your inspirations. Where do your songs come from? There's a little bit of truth in all of them, but it's it's an exaggerated truth, I would say, just for the purposes of being entertaining. Mm-hmm. Well, um, what uh, I believe you talked about uh, Old Blue, yes. your van. Yes. Did you or do you uh, do a lot of traveling? I do Old a Blue? lot of traveling. Uh, Old Blue is, is parked and... I'm, I'm, it's actually for sale. It's it's it's, it's, a, it's a great jug caller. Um, it's it's nothing to look at, but with a new battery and some new tires, you'll be in business. <laughs> I, I drove it for about 15 years, and it went on many adventures and had many experiences with that van. And now it's been immortalized in a song. And now it's been immortalized in a song, and it's also on the album cover. And what's the name of the album? The album is called Old Blue Rage Against the Van. Rage Against the Van. And uh, where is it available? It's available on iTunes, CD Baby, Noise Trade, uh, Google Play, and I also have physical copies that I carry with me. Um, Where are you going to be uh, performing in the area coming up? Tonight I'll be playing with my friend Kurt McCarthy at Ms. Newby's office upstairs on Thomas Drive. And then tomorrow I will be playing at ChickFest 2018 at the Mariner's Daughter uh, just before Melissa Bowman, where we'll also be uh, showcasing some other female performers who would like to play. And that's going to be happening all between 4 and 11 tomorrow. And then on Sunday, I'll be playing with my best friend Jolene Jones of our old band, The Sweater Puppets, to open for Hubba Hubba for the 29th Annual Bunny Hop at Elmore's Landing on 331. Do you have anything lined up uh, in the next couple of weeks? Yes, I'll be um, at Moe's Barbecue in Sims, Alabama next week. And also in the next month, I'll be with Tidewater Bluegrass at the place as the 4th Street Band also at the place. 4th Street Band. Yes. 
Uh, what sort of music is uh, the Fourth Street Band known for? The Fourth Street Band is known for playing um, mostly 70s singer-songwriting. We do a lot of Van Morrison and the Eagles and Country Jim McDonald and the Fish. Uh, Kurt McCarthy, who I'm playing with tonight at Newbies, is the lead singer and guitar player for that band, and we've been playing together for a very long time. Well, uh, today you played a set of originals, um, and before the session began, you talked to me a little bit about some of your influences. What would you uh, talk about some of those here now? I really enjoy uh, Melanie, also John Prine, Roger Miller, Linda Ronstadt. I'd say those are my main influences. What do you think about them um, contributes to how you write? I would say definitely... Um, the style, as far as humor goes, or attempted humor at least, huh. or also, I, I just generally like uh, bluegrass music and old country music, so that's definitely played a part in how my music tends to sound. Uh, let's go back to when you started playing. Tell me about uh, when you first picked up an instrument. I started playing uh, when I was a small child with my grandmother. My grandmother is an organ player. And I would stand beside her, and she would tell me, you know, these are the notes in this chord. This is how chords are made. This is what chords will go within this set of songs. And, you know, she just led me along the way. And later on, I picked up a flute from my father. My father is a very talented musician himself. My dad played flute in many local bands growing up. And whenever he couldn't make it, he would send me in his place to... Um, you know, he, he was a college student. He went back to school later in life, and whenever he couldn't make the gig, sometimes I would go and fill in for him, and that was a very valuable learning experience. Very cool. When did you uh, pick up the guitar? I picked up the guitar in high school. Um, Bay High was a magnet at one time, and there were many guitar classes available that you could take. And I actually took from Ted Shumay and the late, great Don Underwood. And that was really a great experience, learning how to play guitar from you know such really gifted people. And now you're recording uh, at the studio at Gulf Coast. Yes. Tell me about uh, what that's like uh, working with the uh, crew over there. Well, it's it's really was a great experience. The uh, main producer over there is Dave Schwartz, and he's really got great visions about the potential of what we can do here in Panama City for because we really do have lots of awesome songwriters here, and many of our recording sessions were helped by the help of students who were in the class and the recording class, and it's really just a great space over there. I'll be going back April second to record a single. And what's that single about? It's going to be the uh, I'm Sorry I Drunk Dialed You. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, you did say that uh, one of the pieces you did over there had a choir backing you up. Yes. What song was that, and, uh, and, and who was helping you out there? It's the song that I believe it's number 11 on the CD, and it's called Learn to Be Free. I wrote that song for my father. And Dave had this idea to make a sort of a we are the world sort of concept at the end of the song. Or we wanted to incorporate it somewhere in the song at least. So a few days or maybe a week before we recorded that particular part of the song, the choir, I sent out a massive text message or a Facebook message to all my friends and peers who I thought might be interested in helping and said, listen, here's the song, here's the lyrics. If you would like to be on the CD, show up at six o'clock at the studio and we'll do it. And 
I was, I just, I can't ever explain how blessed I felt when I saw those 11 friends show up and sing a song they had never heard before and just do a bang up job at it. That's pretty good. So what do you see uh, as, as coming up for you next, as far as your songwriting and your uh, producing and, and creating uh, new albums and you, uh, you talked about that you've been, uh, you've had other jobs that help support you, but you've been just supporting yourself as a singer-songwriter recently. Uh, do you think this is uh, the way you're headed, just bigger and better things? Yes, I think if I continue the road I'm on, I think things are going to be great. I've been really blessed to have so much wonderful support from the community. You know, we've really got wonderful people here who continuously show up and will watch you play and tell their friends about you and will, you know, buy buy CDs from you and give them to your friends and then come back and buy another copy and then buy, give them to those friends. And it's, you know, just a continual, you know, cycle of positivity. So I, I think I need to stay with it. Well, I, I think we can't argue with that. Ashley, thank you so much for being with us for the jam session, and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. Peace. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.